Welcome to the Juliet Luna Podcast, where we traverse everything Nigerian from food, politics, travel, arts, culture, personalities, and every other thing that you can think of. This is your zero negative, fully Nigerian loaded zone. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Juliet Leona podcast. I am so excited to be back again, to be so full of life. You know, I told you last week that we're supposed to start with a new season, but because of all that was happening, the rage about rape and racism, if, if you've not listened to that episode, you should check that out. So I had to just dedicate last week's episode to talking about what was prevalent and, you know, just to give a word or two about it and with regards to Nigeria, racism and rape with regards to Nigeria. So this week we're starting a new season. We're launching what we call the Know Your Niger season. So I've taken my time to interact and to have chats, several chats with amazing Nigerians that are passionate about the community, passionate about culture, arts, you know, life in general, and they're willing to share their experiences and to educate people really because learning for me is important we keep learning till we die really and our debut episode is resting to the state at the center of northern nigeria which happens to be the 12th largest state in nigeria also it's no other than the plateau just the home of peace and tourism so today we would be debunking some myths about just We'd also be talking about the lifestyle in Jaws, tourist attractions, and a whole lot. My guest today is Joey. Joey is amazing. He's the host of the Joey of Air podcast. He's so passionate about Jaws, and I call him the chief advocate and the chief evangelist of Jaws. <laughs> it literally so just to me. I really cannot wait to visit once this lockdown is over, just to experience Jaws for myself. I mentally pictured myself in Jaws because of this interaction. I just cannot wait for you to be a part of it. And did you also know that recently, the African Development Bank committed about $3.38 million to boost Irish potato production in the plateau. That goes to show you the, the opportunities and the potentials that needs to be harnessed in that beautiful city of Jaws. So without further ado, let's just go straight to Jaws really. Welcome to Juliet Leona Podcast. Can we meet you? Thank you very much for having me on your podcast. My name is Joey Shekwonojimbo. I'm a Nigerian. I'm from Abuja. Okay? I'm from FCT Abuja, an indigenous of um, Abuja. But I've been in Jaws for some time now. And so far, I've been, or I am, a broadcaster and a digital preneur. So I help startups gain visibility online and also help podcasters across Nigeria to gain the best traction and listenership they've always wanted. So you may want to check him out on Joey Off Air. I'm going to include his um, podcast details on the description of this episode. So Joey, what state were you born in? Okay, I was born in Abuja. Okay, I was born in Abuja um, the early 90s. So far, my journey started in just when I was thinking of applying for an admission to come study in the prestigious University of Joss. So I kept applying from 2010 till finally 2014, I got in. 
but I didn't really get the course I'd wanted. I'd wanted med lab science because of my little knowledge on studying, studying of um, science lab tech from the polytechnic. So I got very inquisitive and I wanted studying uh, med lab because I was opportune to do my IT in a hospital lab, but I was in charge of production of the reagents and all. So at the end of the day, I just realized that I can enhance my career by going further to study in the university. And 2014, mm-hmm. I was opportune to be admitted in the prestigious University of Joss. But I couldn't... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I couldn't gain admission into the university uh, with the uh, course I wanted. So they gave me integrated science and education. You know how Nigerian... Mm-hmm universities are now so <laughs> it's based on what they give you <laughs> that's so cute I, yeah <laughs> so i was struggling to accept the course and here we are today i accepted the course with double horns integrated science graduated wow. 2018 yeah so basically my stay in jobs has been like um from 2014 to this moment that's like four five years yeah Am I right? Mm-hmm. Aha. Mm-hmm. So six years. Aha, great. So that's mm-hmm. how much I've been in Joss. So mm-hmm. Yeah, so do you have an idea of the population of Tetsu, the geographical description? Do you have any okay. idea? Okay, the thing is, um if you studied geography very well, you're very good at geography. Um, you remember those days when they teach you about the plateau, right? And, yes. You know, yes. The, plateau, the the idea you get about the plateau is the mountainous terrains you get and the different levels of strata of the kind of rock, rocks that are erupting and also uh, I would say that um, plateau states based on research and based on census, it's around about close to 4 million, okay? But uh, based on the last census, it's around 3 million. But uh, I think from that period to this very moment, we are somewhere around 3.5 to 3.0 to 4 million uh, people around uh, the plateau. So basically, that's just it. So who is the current governor of, of Plateau? The current governor of Plateau is His Excellency Simon Bakula Long. He's doing so well. Okay. Uh, he has... A lot of people, young people in his cabinet and a lot of awesome stuff happening here on the plateau mm-hmm. because he is a listening governor. He has accepted a lot of um, contributions on how the state can gain his restored or his lost or the, the lost glory so far. Because so many mm-hmm. people have been having issues with um, thinking of um, moving to just I also had that issue at first, you know. Way back 2010, 2011, then my dad had to escort me to Joss <laughs> for my <laughs> admission. <laughs> so you can imagine love, how yes, terrible I it was. Love you, dad. Yeah, so he, he, had, he had to escort me to Joss. But I mean, the narrative here is changing mm. and mm. the governor is trying his best to ensure that, you know, the lost glory of Joss is being restored. So the more reason why I'm having this conversation mm. in my podcast. Joey, what's the popular language on the platform? Okay, so the popular language on the plateau, you know, we have up to 21 languages that are recognized on the plateau today. 
this this is due to the number of people the, the the diversity that we have based on the settlers and the dwellers so so far we have basically we have the angas the magavu the birom and others so i can actually go and mention a lot of languages should i go ahead yes the birom the ibas the magavu the ron the dokwa the piam amo kara iguta uh-huh. izora janji jere kuse panawa rigwe mm-hmm. sanga boruku mm-hmm. dogwa hasha it's enormous kulere mundat uh-huh. nungu ron manguna izere tungzui iguta mm-hmm. uh, okay. um, a lot <laughs> uh-huh. well, and I this so, would you say that they have similar like on the tone, you know, for instance, in Yoruba language, yeah. okay. Yes, yes, I've I've had conversations with people, and they told me that they have similar infusion of meanings and intonations. These okay. of which could be differently or something different from what the conversation is all about. So, just like the way you know how we have the varieties in Igbo and Yoruba. So, yes. basically, that just it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do you speak Hausa language? I I speak Hausa. I don't know if I'm permitted to speak Hausa on your show. <laughs> nah, nothing Hausa. I'm about Iaso Seba. Do you understand? Nothing Hausa. I'm about Iaso Seba. Singani. Elanco. What's the popular delicacy on the plateau? Yes, the delicacy. Now the major delicacy that they have here is I don't know if you've heard of um gote. Now gote is more like a very hot meal that is served like a soup kind of a soup kind of mm-hmm. mixture where you have a lot of vegetables, carrots, cabbage, biscuit bones, onions, name it mm-hmm. all the vegetables, granodes, everything all mixed together and it is best served very hot. I don't know mm, if you know. Kind of, kind of is like a soup. Mm. Yes, it's like a soup, but mm. not really a soup. But it has every condiment you can think of. Now mm. that yeah. is basically for the Biron people. Now the Angas people, the Angas people here are the major consumers of dog meat. Okay, and the best is best is best known as namas. Namas. You understand. And the mm-hmm. Chala, the Chala people from Bokos, post of Bubal and Naman Ridi. So these mm-hmm. are the special delicacies. And the Magovu people, basically, what they are known with is the Pululuk. It's a special delicacy mm-hmm. here. I'm, I'm, I'm here to try that, that Pululuk because I've had friends. They've invited me severally before mm-hmm. the lockdown. We had a lot of people that have, that have reached out to me to just come to their locality and try this out so basically okay. these are the major delicacies that we have on the plateau how about drinks okay drinks uh, and there is no special drink okay except for uh, zobo and kunu and kunu has levels yeah <laughs> the zobo is the popular uh, yeah the, the zobo is the popular zobo that we know here in this part of mm. northern Nigeria, I mean, mm. it's a very, you know, and how they make Zobo here is apparently very different. 
because okay. they, they have a lot of mixtures of pineapple, uh, mm. pineapple, cucumber, like they just do really? lots of mixtures. Wow. Yes. Because they have, because these things are grown here on the plateau and they have a lot of it. So there's a lot of experimentation that is done. <laughs> just mm. trying to see how they carry out a lot of experiments. And another thing they mm. have here is the kunu. Yes, I forgot this one. This one is very important. It's called mm. kunungeda. Kunungeda is, is a, a, a drink that is made majorly in the mornings and in the evenings for breakfast that is best served and bought on the street of Joss because a lot mm. of people, the major food that they have in the mornings is akara, uh, masa, uh, and kose, and um, what's it called now? Kunungeda. So this kunungeda is made from granite. Granite is mm. being grinded and sieved and then boiled with a little bit of rice. So you can imagine the richness and sometimes with some granites in it. So basically, that's the major uh, drink that we have here. Then the kunundawa, kunung, kunung, kunungeda, uh, kunung, um, um, uh, what's this thing called? Millet. There's a, there's a, there's a special, mm. I don't know if, uh, this is kunung made from millet. These mm-hmm. are, special drinks that uh, are made uh, i don't want to use the word brewed no <laughs> but they grind it sieve it boil it and it again. yeah and before you know it is very ready for for drinking and people will just possibly want to have it in their deep freezer and it's best served actually when it is cold so basically mm-hmm. that's the major drink that we have here on the plateau Oh, the joy. You know, I forgot to mention in um, okay. when we started this interview that um, I yeah. went to just before there once. That was okay. in 2012. Yeah, although I came for a conference. This is NCCF conference. That's the Christian Coppers conference. And I don't even know the location. You know, they just brought us to the bus and took us oh. to the <laughs> All okay. I know is that when I returned to my base, I was looking fairer than usual. Everyone was yeah. like, what did you go to? You're looking all fresh and everything. <laughs> so I want you to yeah. tell me, I want you to tell the listeners, what's the weather like in, in the, on the plateau and in Joss? Okay, so early this year, we had temperature as low as 7 degrees. We were competing, wow. competing with, yeah, we were competing with um, London based on the coldness of Joss. Joss was around 7 degrees Celsius around January, February. Okay, so just could be very, very cold. The reason why just is very cold is attributed to how, how close it is to, uh, to, to the atmosphere. You understand? The, mm. the higher you go, the colder it becomes. So, first mm. off, uh, these are also attributed based on. It's very, American, very British. I tell you, way back in Jaws, we, have, we had all these expatriates coming to Jaws and to the party because of the fantastic weather, because of the warm reception from people. So, yeah. would you say that Jaws people or people from the party are as warm as ever? Would you say that it's still, still the same? Yes. So, Sorry. nothing has changed. Yeah, nothing has changed regardless of the crisis that has happened. Nothing has changed about just people. Just people are still warm. Just people are welcoming. In fact, it may interest you to know that um, I think I want to get married here. That's how re- welcoming oh. these people are. Yes. I mean, uh, yeah. the pe- the, okay, there's this thing about just people. Just people have this 
community kind of lifestyle. Okay. When you lose someone, you'll be surprised with the number of people that will just come visit and just tell you that they're sorry about your losses. When you're getting married, same thing. Whatever it is, I even have the place I, I stayed during my, my study. I had, I stayed in one compound, like a family compound. And I mean, the people there are very warm and welcoming. They just accept you as if you are their own, regardless of your tribe, regardless of your ethnicity. So that's how warm they are. And mm. one thing, one thing that is very fascinating about them is sometimes they get so nice that you'll be asking yourself, are you really like, are they really faking this? Or I mean, what exactly it is that, uh, that is so special yeah, about you? Do you understand? Mm. So most times mm. they are very, 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 very welcoming. Just people are peace loving mm-hmm. people. I mean, if not for the mm-hmm. way we've had lots of crises here on the plateau that is causing a lot of um, people not wanting to stay back. We have people that have stayed back way back, the likes of the Igbo people, the the Yoruba people, and the Hausa Fulani people. So these are people that have, that have been here for a very long time, as far back mm-hmm. as in the late 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, mm-hmm. till this very moment. So Basically, just people are very welcoming and they are very, very, very warm. The reception is mm-hmm. so awesome. So, the slogan of the party is the home of peace and tourism. Tell yeah. me, what what are some tourist attractions that people need to be aware of? Okay, now the tourist attraction that we have here on the plateau is very, 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 very enormous. But I'm going to be making a list. So, first off. So many people have heard about um, the Joss Wildlife Park, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, the Joss mm-hmm. Wildlife Park is, yes, is, is, uh, I've been there like severally. I mean, I could even, I want to even start something on my Instagram to sort of be posting mm-hmm. these things. We've had uh, the Twins First Generation photographers that have gone to these places to take area shots of these places. Mm-hmm. You guys should look out for my, my post on, on Instagram. I'll be posting these pictures very soon. I mean, you guys need to check your wildlife park. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now it may interest you to know that we have some crocodiles, chimpanzees, and, um, we used to have an hippopo, a uh, tamos that was there, but due to, you know, management and all, you know, we had that issue of, uh, not, um, trying to, keep these animals for a very long time. So the next thing that we have here is the Just National Museum, which was founded mm-hmm. in 1952. I mean, this is this museum was recognized as the best in the country, and yeah. uh, it, it's, it's attributed to the renowned, uh, the, the renowned archaeology and the pottery hall that was majorly, uh, majorly of the uh, collection of finely crafted pottery from all over Nigeria. So this place mm. is still functional. You need to just come check this place out. Now the number third thing is the Museum of Traditional Nigerian Architecture. Now this is found uh, with, with, with very tall buildings, uh, walls from Kano and to the Thief village. And it may interest you to know that the major, uh, this uh, museum and traditional Nigerian architecture is, is found in the heart of Joss. And, um, this was amidst the, the times when we had colonial, um, 
uh, rulings from the white people when they came around and we had a lot of railway and tin mining that was found in this place. Now the number mm-hmm. first thing is the Solomon Lar amusement park. This is situated mm-hmm. in almost in his, in the town, okay, almost in in the city uh, of Jos, and it is a recreational park that was named after the former governor of Plateau State, that is Chief Solomon Lar. Now the mm-hmm. one and only Jos famous zoo is the Jos Zoo which is also located in the heart of Joss, beside the Joss Museum. And we have a lot of animals, such as birds, reptiles, and a lot of animals that you can think of. Now, one thing, if you are a lover of water, now you need to visit Joss, because Joss has Asop Falls. Yes, this is the most notable uh, fall here in Nigeria, which is located in yeah. uh, in the edge of the Joss Plateau, and it may interest people that um, this is basically found along the Joss Abuja Road, okay, and we have, it's, it's actually attracting a lot of people that are coming there for picnics and um, swimming, and it may also interest you to know that this place has been used for a lot of commercial adverts, you understand? Mm-hmm. So, a lot of adverts, a lot of people have come there to just come shoot um, uh, very nice adverts for brands and, and organizations here on the plateau. Now, the mm-hmm. next thing that I'd like to talk about is the Sherry Hills. The Sherry Hills have been there last year. I went for hiking. I mean, is the tallest you can take off. That's the highest peak. When you're on Sherry Hills, you can see just, you understand? Because of how high it is, you understand. So it has attracted a lot of mountain climbers and people that just go tour to see what we have on the plateau. And now, if you're very conversant with um, images that you see on the plateau, when you Google plateau, you see mm-hmm. the famous Riom rock. Okay, the rock that is well arranged with one small rock on top. And that is the Riyom rock, rock that is uh, located in southwest of Joss near the Riyom town. So these mm. are places that can have people to just come see the beauty of the rock formations here on the plateau. Now, mm. the next thing I would like to talk about is the Pandam Game Reserve. It's a wildlife reserve and it's been there for a very long time. And it has had a lot of crocodiles, snakes of all types. Uh, now, it may also interest you to know that this has attracted a lot of people. And this has also made that area to have a lot of uh, people come around to have um, accommodations of any kind. When you are coming, just be rest assured that um, you your accommodation is taken care of. So, basically... These are the um, list of um, tourist attraction that you can find here on the plateau. And now, hey, one thing that is also very paramount to us or to the plateau is the basalt rock formation of Riyom. You understand? Okay. I did mention, yeah, I mean, the, the, the kind of rock materials that are made of around the Riyom rock is called the basalt formation of the rocks. Okay, so another thing I didn't mention is the Kura Falls. The Kura Falls is another fall uh, water 
uh, fall that we have here on the plateau that attracts a lot of tourists all over the world and the hilltop hotel that is located around Panshin. These are, yeah, yeah, these are tourist attraction sites that a lot of people have been there severally just come get the beauty of plateau state so yeah. yeah thank you joey we have to stop here for now dear listeners i'm sure you've been enjoying yourself we have so much in store for you on friday remember we post our episodes every wednesday and friday very early in the morning you can just come check us out and in case you have any message or in case you think that there are conflicting information and you'd like to give an update, you can drop an audio message via the link on the description box. I'll be willing and waiting to hear from you. If you've been in JAWS, if you want to visit JAWS, if you've been to JAWS, or you think that there's something that is not particularly correct, just send a message to us. We're learning. And like I said earlier, we keep learning and learning every time. So we meet on the next episode. And next episode, we'll be talking about the tech, you know, the tech arena of JAWS, the tech ecosystem. We'll be talking about some myths that we are debunking. We'll also be talking about um, some other things that I want you to stick around. Till then, bye for now.